No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian here in North Texas, joining you for the first time in a long time, but we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I am joined tonight by Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you? I'm doing well. I, I feel like this is like, um, you know, our listeners, I really hope you guys get the butterflies like you get for, you know, when George Carlin or Dan Carlin. Damn it. I always fuck it up. Well, uh, which is it? Because those two are very... Of, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Of, of hardcore history. Right? Ah. Like, you get like three a year. And uh-huh. yeah, this is more of when a that, drop when, than like... A, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. When one of these comes out, it's a drop. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, tell the community. Let, let, let them know another MBLB hit the waves. Mm. Um, mm. You know, we're... Uh, Thinking pretty yeah, highly no, of but, ourselves. But uh, I mean, I, th- I, think, I think we're all, you know, in in better spots to maybe you know a couple of months i think we, we can probably get get that back and going because we've taken a pretty long break here but for good reason um, well look the fucking the benefits that we have working at no Beer left behind are pretty good we can just straight up take sabbaticals at this point we're not taking vacations that's right that's right but you know that's right yeah no i mean it's it, i heard i heard today um one of my i mean i've mentioned him before but one of my favorite radio announcers um, he 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 said, and this actually perfectly correlates what you just said, Brian. He's he said, you know, um, he's he's closer to the beginning of the end than the end of the beginning. Um, and it's true, the beginning of the end is when your radio show gets cut by a couple hours, and then you know the end of the end of the end is where you you know switch to podcasting once a week, once a month. Um, so he, he feels like he's closer to that, you know, monthly podcast than he is to the, you know, six hour radio airtime that he had to cover at the beginning. So uh, that's kind of funny. But um, yeah, in all seriousness, I'm happy to be back. Happy to be chatting again with you guys. Um, well, we're happy to have sweet. you, Frank. And we're also happy to have Villem in Tulsa town. Villem, how's the tabuli treating you? <laughs> you motherfucker. No. Good. I mean, uh, what, what? Where did I recently have a good tabbouleh? I know you did. <laughs> I did. I did. It's, it's it's like, oh man, the, 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 the stop and shop down the street. That's exactly right? what I was going to say. The uh, station parking lot. The, qu- to, like, the quick trip Tulsa's off Yale tabbouleh has scene. fucking tabbouleh now. Yeah, the, yeah I was going to say. Tulsa's, I can't think of where it was. Tulsa's tabbouleh scene has gotten so hipster that <laughs> the best spots, everybody knows about the famous yeah. spots. Now they're going, it's like, best taco spots in, in Austin, right? Like someone will swear by this fucking random gas station in the middle of fucking Avant. Jim's <laughs> like, never, Jim's never on there. Sunday, Coney Island. <laughs> <laughs> fucking exactly. Tony's tabouli truck. It parks outside. Yeah. Like you got to find it. He does. He, yeah. he puts a message out on, I don't know, whatever the new hipster like discord is. You're like, Oh, you gotta know if you know, you know, no, I mean, you, you know, damn well that he's not putting that out. No, he's, He's standing on the street corner with open, you know, 
open hours on a cardboard box and just you got to drive by 71st memorial mm -hmm. between the hours of da 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 and da 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 he'll announce when he's open that weekend or you know you got to know someone that does yeah. you guys got to be careful i could do a whole episode on Tabuli. i know you can and you <laughs> oh, know we what? almost did we yeah. almost did <laughs> we're gonna that, hey just another teaser for y'all to join us on our spinoff podcast that airs once a quarter uh Tabuli time with villain um That's right. living on tabuli time uh it's a whole living thing <laughs> any 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 uh, classic song with uh tulsa mentioned gets swapped out with tabuli that's our theme song and yep. theme of the podcast so villain's taking notes right now listing his top 27 tabuli Plannering just a little bit uh-huh <laughs> uh-huh you got me yeah, i know it i know you it. Got a scheme for tomorrow no um what am i drinking i'm sure was your that next was exactly what i was gonna ask i'm not even kidding hey okay i'm excited really to share this oh is that american solar uh, yeah and it's a wine mm -hmm. it's uh piquet i think is how you say it um P-I-Q-U-E-T-T-E. -E. Uh, are they still making wine from Oklahoma grapes? Is it from Oklahoma grapes? So uh, I know when, uh, back when, uh, I guess technically American Slayer had just opened. It was when they were still operating out of the old prairie um, location. Yeah. Um, they had just gotten into winemaking. Uh, but it was like a... I forget what the actual name. Uh, I mean, it's like so it's Brian, treated. It's treated can, as wine, but it's a uh, like a fucking uh, cider uh, like crossover situation. Okay, how was can, it? Sorry, go ahead, Frank. No, what I was going to say is I can confirm they no longer focus exclusively on Oklahoma wines. It looks like they've got a Willamette Valley Pinot Noir okay. that they're, they're making. So they make some really good wines. I will say, like. Um, they have a petite for dough, I want to say. Um, yep, so that one is Piquet. It does not say where the grapes are from for that one. Gerard no, it's like Piquet, a blend huh? of three different wines, basically, and then it's like lightly fizzy. Yeah, I was going to say, um, the, the yeah. thing that I, I noticed of all their wines, they were all, they were all carbonated, and uh, mm -hmm. some of them... They are not all carbonated. Oh, wait, okay. So my experience back in the day. Uh, they were all carbonated, and they all had... Uh, been treated on wood, um, the okay. same the same wood fooders that they age their sour beers in, or that they let their sour beers ferment in. So it was given a nice funky kick. So they've made they've made some pivots. For one, they they make significantly fewer sour beers. They used to be like that's you know pretty much all you could get there. I used to never go to American Solar because I was like, well, I don't I'm not in the mood for a sour, and like basically all they serve. But now they do like, you know, IPAs and so forth, and um, they have a Mexican lager. I want to say Mexican style cerveza. Yep. Oh, mm. Golden Golden Pilsner is what they're calling it. But anyway, um, don't yeah. laugh at me. I um, but uh, I think but they have this Chenin Blanc and then a Rosé that are very good. And then this, uh, I'm sorry, Brian. I just finished this thought real quick. There's this like Petite Verdot. Or something like that. It's on the menu. I'm not seeing it on this website. It's and a, yeah. that Which one is Villain like really strong, but really good. Like so tart, but very good. Yeah, this. It looks like they only they only advertise on the website what they're either willing to ship or what they have 
Well, it looks like just willing to ship because the barley wine's on there and it's still out of sh- out of stock. So yeah, so it's uh, good. I mean, I would either just... if you go to American Solera, grab some wine because they're pretty good. Yeah, I know. I think we've talked about it before, but it's worth mentioning again. So when American Solera hired <laughs> Matt Denham, the he was the I think his title is head brewer now at American Solera. Matt Denham is the guy who put. I mean, I think he put Rough Tail on the map by making everything rhymes with orange in some of their big ass IPAs um, that mm-hmm. they made and that they got known for. Um, so he left there and went to American Solera a few years ago. And that's when you started seeing the crispy boys pop out and not so many uh, giant, like heavily soured beers. I know he does really, he's a fuck. Matt is a fantastic brewer. I can't say enough nice things about him. Dude's fucking awesome. Uh, and I know Chase, the owner of American Solera really is into fucking wine, like <laughs> wine mm-hmm. and, and wood shit. So uh, it's not surprising to see him go more and more down that path. But if it tastes good, man, good for him. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know who the winemaker is, but it's good. No. Dope. Well, Frank, are you <laughs> drinking anything fun and exciting this evening? Uh, I am, actually. I um, uh, Let's see, what do I, what do I have? I've got the Athletic Brewing Free Wave. Okay, going a little NA um, action. Hazy, very good. And then I've got two uh, two Guinness Zeros on on deck because I have found that this is delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really good. Really, really like that beer. Um, yeah, no, NA, NA. I, I um, decided to, uh, in the interest of attempting to lose some weight, but also my heartburn um, has reduced significantly. Uh, just, you know, cut nice. alcohol for a while. Um, so I think thus far it's been six weeks. And, uh, yeah, it's easier to just continue when you're already doing it. So Hell yeah. it's been fun. I'm not, you know, I love beer. <laughs> love beer. Love bourbon. Just, you know resetting everything and maybe someday I'll go back to it. But for right now, NA is the way and I am loving the variety pack. I think it's called the free. No, this is called the freeway. It's called something maybe spinster or something from Brooklyn brewing. Okay. Their NA beers are fucking phenomenal. Nice. I can't even get Brooklyn. Yeah. Like very, very sp- I think here and there I'll be like, oh my god, that's that bee from that one brewery that I used to. <laughs> yep. Bee from out east. Ah, I I miss that place honestly. Um, so I'll a hundred percent vouch. It's called the special effects. Okay. Um, and they have a whole range of special effects. You can get there's an amber in there. There's a kind of a lagerish, and then there's two IPAs. Those things are great. Athletic is great. Up in Dallas, they make the Nada. IPA, that deep alum, no community. Holy shit, that's literally an IPA um, huh. without alcohol. It's a very good beer. Cool. Um, yeah, um, I um, I was actually, well, I'll use this platform to shout it out. I was actually gonna try to get together with Dad Boy Troy and uh, go down to. I wanted to visit Community. I haven't been to their new spot, and uh, they got a kitchen now, so I thought maybe we can go down and grab nice. grab some beers and bites, but. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. After today, uh, I, I went out after work to a little happy hour 
there in Dallas, and I saw Troy's cousin, uh, who we've I think we've talked about on this podcast. I fucking met another another Troy like family member. Yeah, at my job, and I was like, "Hold on, that's your fucking last name." He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Do you know Troy?" And he goes, "Yeah, it's my cousin." I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" So I've been connecting with Troy and his cousin. I've been setting up a family reunion with them. They, oh my god, they awesome. actually don't live that far from one another now. And I told him that today. He was like, "Where do you?" I, I asked him because he used to live out here by me. And which is even fucking weirder that we both end up working at the same place, like 40 miles from where we live. But <laughs> he was telling me where he lives. I was like, dude, you know, you're about like 10 minutes away from your cousin's house, right? He's like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to put it in the family newsletter that I was going to put out this summer. But, you know, I figured I'll just give <laughs> so, you a sneak so peek. Here's the question. Are you reuniting two cousins that want to be reunited? Yeah, see, that's what I'm not. I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> I think it'll be hilarious just to find out. You know, when they see each other for the first time in ten years since the incident, you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Maybe there's a reason they unknowingly live ten minutes away from each other. Right? <laughs> I know. I, I I like got that feeling in my stomach today, and then I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm not family. Nah, it's I, Troy. It's Troy. The, who's gonna, who exactly? So who's going to be that like have you ever known Troy to have a have an experience where everybody's like or somebody in that experience is like long, yeah, so. is like a fucking Troy. I hate that guy. I've never met anybody yeah. who's like ah, fucking Troy. Ugh. Yeah. Get out of here. Uh-huh. I mean, that man has yeah, taken I, his I shirt off and people Troy's just like, "Oh, yeah, what's up, dude? I didn't know." I thought you were still in Tulsa. Yeah, he's like, you banged my mom. <laughs> like, oh, well, I don't know. We're at the pizza parlor. I well, this was... is awkward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was um, my manager yeah, at the pizza funny. shop. Uh, no. Uh, Miss anyway. that boy Troy, though. I do. I do. Yeah. Pour one out for Troy. Troy. He's got some fucking stories where you're like, Troy, you I'm say you sure that was illegal. <laughs> you live in the same city as him, Brian, and you're saying you miss him. It, Dallas is different. <laughs> Dallas is so fucking different. Like, if you don't live on my street, I don't. Like, what are we doing here? Like, unless we work in the same fucking building, what are we? What are we doing here? You know, like uh, Troy lives thirty miles away. Okay, well, it's thirty miles. I can make that trip, but it's like an hour and a half to his house. Yeah, it is a pain to drive in Texas. And like you meet halfway but like okay, what are we doing here? Where are we going to meet? <laughs> fucking Addison. Hey, fuck off. I'm not going to Addison. What's there to do in Addison? <laughs> fucking yell at tourists and go to the fucking comedy club. That's it. That's all there is. I mean, I know somebody's going to be like, "Well, actually, Addison is a great up and coming. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. <laughs> Addison sucks. Uh, you know, it doesn't suck. <laughs> What I'm drinking tonight. Thanks for asking, Frank. What are you drinking, um, Ryan? <laughs> it's um, it's Southern Peach Lemonade and Vodka, because I forgot we were doing a beer podcast, and Ooh. also also had Miller a, a fucking schooner of Miller Lite earlier at happy hour, and it, uh, it was full. Hey, at least you got to go to happy hour. I did get to go to happy hour. It was, it was fun times. We had uh, brisket sliders with fucking cream cheese on them. I don't know... Wow. Didn't know that was a thing, but the people I went with were like, oh, this is the absolute best. I just love it. I'm like, okay, well, I'll give it a <laughs> shot. And I ate one. I was like, kind of feel sick to my stomach, but it's cool. I guess we'll give it a shot. I guess this is what we're doing now. Have you? Who would have thought that brisket sliders with cream cheese might appeal to 
people. I, d- I don't know how. Such a, I mean, that's such an obvious... I don't know. It's, like, let's take two things that people love individually. And Hey, do you like do you like chocolate? Yeah. Do you like peanut butter? Yeah. Got an idea for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, exactly. you, think, you think that's what the chef was thinking of when he he's like oh scratching God. his head? He's like... Everybody's putting cream cheese in their crock pots and shit on TikTok, so... I guess let's just slap it on this brisket that we fucking make every goddamn day. Really zazz this up. It's brisket, my dude. Just enjoy the brisket. It for itself, yeah. Or it doesn't, I guess. You can have bad brisket. Yeah, I I was going to say, bad brisket does exist, especially in this fucking state. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It does. And, you know, I'm going to be... I'm gonna be contrarian, and it's not just for the sake of being contrarian. Wouldn't expect any less. Feel, okay, I truly feel this way. Um, I think brisket is just the most overrated barbecue yeah. meat. Period. Not my favorite. Not my favorite. It's so fatty. It makes you so goddamn full at the end of it. See, here's the deal. I I don't mind. Like you know me, I do love a fatty cut of meat. Do love some fat meat in my mouth. Okay, I do, but. It's all about portion control. And yeah. like like I that Wagyu steak experience that I had at fucking Del Frisco's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I'm not doing that every night. One, two. Right. I'm not like I only it was only three ounces of really, really fatty meat. That's all you need. But when you go to get brisket, they're like, oh, let me carve you off three three slabs here, and three quarters of every cut is fucking fat. You're like, okay, now what am I going to do? I'm either going to not eat all of this and be fucking hungry because brisket fat is not a not an enjoyable experience because it's just fucking gelatinized fucking glob. Yeah, and, and like it's not interspersed the, through the meat. It's the it's the goal for brisket. I just it does not align to what I enjoy eating. It doesn't, you guys it have doesn't, had like good brisket. Oh yeah, You've had yes. like proper. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it doesn't. It's, it's the brisket just, doesn't align with Frank's ethos as a as a as an entity. You know. No, and, no, I can <laughs> I can understand why folks like it and find it tasty. I find it tasty. Yeah, but it's it's the sheer to your point the sheer amount of fat involved. Yeah. is too much. Um. They, they tr- like, I understand just like butter, Brian, villain, you know, I hate butter. I don't like raw butter. If I can taste butter and stuff, fucking hate it. Um, I understand why people like it, but it's not for me. I don't like butter. So when people, when you watch these brisket cooks and they're so happy with the gelatinized fat and they're like, oh my God, that's perfect. Like, look at how wobbly that is. And, uh, you know, the moisture uh, and everything. Uh, I can't do it. I'm like, oh my god. Well, let me tell you <laughs> and this. They cut it and it looks presentably perfect. Yeah. But I know that the part that the people like that they spend so much time rendering that fat down and like, you know, they use it as that fat cap to then moisturize the meat underneath so the meat doesn't dry out, but then that gel gelatinizes and it's like this fucking perfect harmony of everything, barbecue, whatever. Not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. Give me a good pork butt any day of the week. Um, All right, so you're saying just not- we're going to get down to the bottom of this right here on No Beer Left Behind. Frank's number one number one uh, barbecue cut pork butt. No, it's actually oh. smoked turkey breast. Ugh. 
Actually, I do like a good smoked turkey breast. When you I have them the, done it's well, the most difficult thing to do, but it's when it's done well, it is so incredibly good. Yeah, you know what? Okay, I'm not, it's not going to be my top, but I respect that. I respect that choice. Villem, your top barbecue cut. <laughs> my top barbecue cut, or just like thing to, thing to eat that has been barbecued. I guess this this that that's the the parentheses. Yeah, I'd say smoked. Smoked, yeah. yeah. Any smoked, yeah. Barbecue and implies smoking, right? In this conversation, well, in, in, I think it does in America. In America, yes. In yeah, which is what we're talking. I mean, yeah. we're talking about American barbecue. We're not talking like Bri yeah. or. I just, I, that's what I, I was just trying to put that that's qualifier true. on. I did uh, get into a giant argument this week while you're thinking about it. I got into an argument this week with one of our designers at work because <clears throat> we're having we we do uh, little cookouts in each of our uh, offices like right before the start of the busy season. And I, I say the word cookout because they're fucking just grilling meat. They're just grilling burgers, brats, dogs, grilled things. And our designer was like, barbecue's on the menu. And I was like, well, here's the problem. Barbecue's not on the menu. He's like, yeah, but they're barbecuing. I go, no, 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 They're grilling. They're not barbecuing. And we got into a whole fucking thing, and I realized... We're we had a we got a language and uh and uh bit of a regional thing sometimes, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, but here's the deal. The people who were inviting this are gonna get really fucking hyped when they see barbecue because when yeah, we bring in barbecue, yeah. we bring in like we have Real brought in some yeah, some of the top barbecue spots in Dallas and Fort Worth we've brought to our people before. We're not mm-hmm. doing that. Don't get fucking we're not we're not getting Black's <clears throat> barbecue truck out here or whatever the fuck we got that one time that was pretty goddamn good we're not bringing them out we got ted on the fucking grill so just lower those expectations a little bit and there's yeah, no wood involved there's no <laughs> wood involved, hard wood involved. gas all the way baby because we're cooking all day <laughs> like yeah that's not barbecue that's just the outside it's oven just, yeah yeah we're just cooking on an outside implement um i think my favorite is probably pork ribs the like st louis style pork ribs okay all right, fair. I can respect. Does that, that. count as yeah. a? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make uh, I make baby back ribs in an instant pot, and it sounds fucking sacrilegious, uh, but it's really goddamn good. And oh yeah, yeah. I am uh, a sucker. Ribs. I am a sucker for uh, a homemade uh, McRib, which mm-hmm. is using actual rib meat and putting on a fucking ho- toasted hoagie and mm-hmm. some like homemade barbecue sauce and a little like. Zhuzh it up a bit with some fresh onions and and some coleslaw. Oh my god! Oh yeah, fucking heaven. All yeah, right. man. I, I, like I, I, uh, I think the rib is underrated too. Yeah, I like a good rib. It's just sometimes these barbecue places they don't center on the rib, so the ribs can be kind of dry. Um, well, you brought you, know. you you mentioned like the juice in the brisket, and what I was gonna say mm-hmm. it was like. From my traumatic experience with my mother making brisket and my father-in-law catching a brisket on fire on the fucking grill, um, I will never say that a brisket is too juicy because any juice <laughs> is better than the fucking petrified wood shit that I have eaten in my family. So, oh, God. I, oh, it's yeah. that time of year again, by the way, fellas. You'll be excited. Uh, my father-in-law tells me, hey, he's got some family coming in from Florida. It's the first time since I've been in their family in 16 years that they've come from Florida to Texas. We've always gone to them. <laughs> you always go cool. to Florida, yeah. Which is cool. Like, I don't mind Florida. And it, sometimes it's tough for people to travel across country, right? Yeah. So, like, cool. They're coming in. He's like, we're going to 
we're gonna do barbecue. And I, when I tell you, gentlemen, my fucking heart stopped. I was like, I can't do it, man. I can't take another round of fucking grilled brisket. I cannot fucking do it. And he saved the day. He was like, we're catering it in. I was like, oh, fuck it. Hallelujah. Jesus, praise <laughs> the Lord. We're bringing in food. Yes, he is yeah. risen today. A grilled brisket, <laughs> my God. Willem, you I don't know if you, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember seeing the video that I sent, but it was right after I got my drone and I was flying it around their backyard because it's a big open space and old father in law is on the grill and I'm like, Oh, let me fly over the pool area with the drone, get some cool like cinematic shots and I lift up in time to see him open the hood to the grill and a fucking fireball shoots up because he has fatty ass brisket wrapped in aluminum foil on a fucking gas grill on oh fire. Lord. The whole fucking thing is on fire. <laughs> and I was oh like, my God, he used a gas. <laughs> Dude, he was trying to, I don't remember what he said, but whatever it was, was so offensive that I blocked it out of my mind. He was like, I'm just trying to finish it off. I'm like, you're, that's what he said. You're, I remember it is when finished. I talked to you in the same way, trying to sear it in the same way that like Kung oh, Lee God. fucking finished off jacks in Mortal Kombat three, <laughs> that brisket was fucking finished. It was a decapitation <laughs> fatality. I'll never, I will never forget that video that came through. Definitely do not steer a brisket. Dude, it was an entire, entire brisket on fire. And Brian, if, <laughs> he eventually showed us the end result. And the final table, right? You, you know you've made good meat if there's more sides left. <laughs> that in, The end table was the sides were fucking demolished <laughs> and this massive brisket. It was a lot of brisket uh, left been over. Touched, no. but not really. <laughs> All the brats and hot dogs is were like gone. notoriously challenging to make well and like it takes a full day. Like you're getting oh. up at 3, 4 a.m. to start. Oh, he was so doing... that you can have it ready by dinner time. He you know, did it like the night before in the project. oven, you know, like you do. Yeah. I was, he did it in the oven. Fucking, it That's was. part of, I think brisket, like so many things, is, uh, it was like an undesirable cut, right? Like tough yeah. meat, difficult to cook well, and then like the barbecue kind of like seals the deal. It saved it. I mean, it's like, it's like fucking properly prepared skirt steak saved mm -hmm. that goddamn cut of meat. Like people were like, "Whoa, what? Yeah. This can be fajitas? Are you shitting me?" Like, yeah, yeah not for it, everybody, it can't. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a person who's had some not, bad it's not, fajitas. Like, it's not. So we went to this restaurant, right? Like as a perfect example, we go to this restaurant, and um, my my father in law is like, "Hey, I'd like the the steak cooked medium rare, but hot in the middle, and it's possible to do." Yeah. Okay. You just cannot do it on the grill. You do it with sous vide, and then you sear it. You sear it, and, and yeah. then it's rare, but it's it's meaty. It's so sorry. He wants it rare, but hot in the middle. Oh, yeah, and yeah, definitely doesn't want it blue. Exactly, but <laughs> instead of the waiter being like, "Okay, sir," um, you know the the way that we do it here is we sear it on the grill, and it's not sous vide. The guy's like, "Oh, that's not possible." Uh, yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> And I mean, I was like, "Oh God, this is this is ridiculous." But all right, whatever. Yeah. So eventually, they got a medium rare because that was the only way that it could be, you know, certified warm in the middle. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you're that's also, a whole other FDA thing too. You're also at the limit, like when it comes to stuff like that. You're at the limitation of what they have available in the kitchen. Like, yeah, it's that that is really tough to do. Like but I love. 
all kinds of smoke. Like I just love smoking meats. I love oh, yeah. beef, beef ribs. Beef I ribs love uh, beef tips too, but beef ribs. And I love uh, chicken. Freaking smoked chicken is amazing. Like just pop a whole chicken on the smoker. Frank, do you remember Shoulder. that time that you uh, that you got beef ribs with uh, our buddy Chris from college? And he was just going to cook some beef ribs on the fucking grill. <laughs> it's the, it's the, you know, so many people don't know how to freaking grill. It just <laughs> but it's like, not, it's not, it's not that villain. It's the, <laughs> like the sheer confidence that they have in that <laughs> yeah. what they're doing is like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know. Like, so here, here's, here's Frank's process when he hasn't done something before www.youtube.com <laughs> find reputable chefs on there that look like they know what the fuck they're doing and then being like can I do it can I not do it should I probably try this first and then try it again with folks in you know coming for dinner like yeah, fuck it we're going to do it live <laughs> cooking while being experimental has there are some general rules right yeah. Frank isn't going to sit around and be like, oh, like the other day, right? I've I had some pork in the fridge and I was like, man, you know, I could make pork dumplings, but I don't have dumpling wrappers. And I was just going to take an appetizer to my friend's house for Easter. It's like, I don't have the dumpling wrappers. Let me let me like think how I can do this. Right. And then I remembered, well, in Spain, they make this thing called croquetas and or croquettes and and they croquetas are like you know the traditional version people think it's cheese it's not cheese it's a bechamel that you make that has jamon serrano in it and onions but shallots yeah and you kind of caramelize the shallots put a little garlic in extract some of the fat from the the jamon serrano add some butter make a bechamel and then let that cool off then you take that bechamel, make little balls out of it, and um, encase it in panko breadcrumbs and fry it. And then it becomes this like gooey, very nice. You think it's cheese, you think it's potato, but it's not. Um, snack. It's a really nice appetizer, right? So I was like, okay. Um, I didn't go. Like, I, I think the people who just throw the beef rib on the grill, they probably go, oh, you know. Let me just go melt some cheese and make a croquette. You know, like it's like there's there's rules here. You cannot there's, just go and you know you're not making a quesadilla made, now, by fucking melting cheese, asshole. <laughs> there's some shit that goes yeah, into this. If, if you've made this before and you know the you know you know the kind of let's call it the corral that you're operating within, then cooking becomes fun because it's like you know. Oh, let's let's add this. You know, this is like something that I saw in Asian cuisine that could be really good, and it's not going to mess with the ratios. You know, for this, for this, you know, this thing to work. Um, so, yeah, cooking is fun and it's experimental, but there are some basic rules. One of them is you do not fucking grill beef ribs. No, um, you really want to sear in just, that tough ass meat. Is really what you want to do. Oh. Jesus oh, Christ! God. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Because so so when you when you now watch like serious beef short rib videos, right? 
they smoke very well to Willem's point. Um, they make phenomenal ragus. And I mean, with not a lot of effort. Um, other thing is if you're, if you live in a house, you can sear in your oven. You don't need to sear on a cast iron on top of your stove. Yep. Turn your oven up to 450, place those or, bitches in there for 10 minutes aside. Or turn them. They'll sear. It's what I do when I do uh, Instant Pot um, baby back ribs. And turn the broiler on, put your oven, put the top rack as far, as close as you can, and you're done in under two minutes because yeah. that broiler gets hot as fuck. You're just looking for my large reaction. That's yep. it. You're not, it doesn't, the meat doesn't need to cook. Um, so yeah, like I guess to go back to it is like if you're not willing to do just the minor amount, right? Like I think back in the day, I could excuse someone for throwing short ribs on the grill, yeah. right? Like yeah, recipe books are not easy to find. You know, like they're also a lot of the stuff to, was... to to trust and follow too. Yeah, I we, we didn't. I mean, I but not we like. Didn't, when you're making it for people and you know you've never made you know like if you're <laughs> fucking around at home and you don't feel like learning through youtube or whatever you know i'm not the kind i like to learn from videos but sometimes i'm like i'm just gonna fucking try something and see what happens you know i totally get that but, but, but do it for that, wait, people you think you think in that you know in that fucking around um your you're freely operating, but you are following some set rules that you have learned. Yeah. Right. Like sure. flavor combinations, um, methods of making sure that, you know, X, Y, and Z turn out the way you wanted to do ratios, all that shit. Understanding um, that certain cuts of beef are fucking not meant to be grilled. They're meant to cook way slower. Not grilling beef short ribs. <laughs> um, so you're, you're following, you know, this knowledge set that you have. And, um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's, it's mind-boggling to me because it's like I could see the excuse back in the 70s and oh, how yeah. we came up with the god-awful jello salads and all that shit. My 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 you dad know? my dad tells a story the first time he went over to my mom's like my mom's parents' house when they were dating and my grandma made him steak for the first time and she fucking fried steak. She pan fried a like a New York strip. Oh, just and how was it? And he was like, it was terrible. I was like, yeah, I'm <laughs> sure it fucking was. But this is coming from the same guy who like, I he fucking thinks that uh, Godfather's pizza that he buys at the Love's gas station in my hometown is like the best pizza that he could possibly have. So I don't really know. It might it's have like Michael oh Scott God. loving the real New York slice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same same level. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but I mean, honestly, like, there's almost no meat that you should just straight up grill really? hard. Like, yeah, all it, meat you should basically like bake as if it's an oven for you know ten fifteen minutes and then put it over the coals a little bit for a sear. Like. Yeah. Good or you could go. do, or you could do the reverse here, which is also acceptable. But you could do that too. You yeah. gotta. I mean, there's, there's, there's steps that go into any any level of cooking that go a little bit beyond slap that bitch on a grill and hope for the best, especially oh, when shit, you've got sorry. fucking guests over. Fucking, uh, fucking internet. Sorry about that. Yeah. So, I had a roommate who, um, he he was like grilling. We were 
we used to do this parking thing and we'd like sell some food you know under the table selling parking and uh can you hear me okay yeah that just wasn't a funny joke no it's fun no so. you, you, yeah just get, like, keep keep rolling with it my guy i'm hearing so, you um, it's tough for me to follow yeah somewhere. i'm hearing double two damn it brian okay still mute me and unmute me <laughs> um how's this okay better i think it's like google meet doing it uh no so he would like he comes out and he's like Look, we're grilling okay and he's like he's grilling and he's doing like the burgers or something and he's just got them like open flame grill open you know and i'm like dude you gotta like close the lid so that they'll cook and you know otherwise you can be here like all day like no that's not that's baking that's not grilling i'm like no that's grilling <laughs> i don't know is, you grill yeah, with the lid open regularly like, i mean i don't really is there a grill involved grilling all right let's go <laughs> well it's also those Girl are the, the folks open. where so the the thing that boggles my mind right is the 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 folks who grill chicken and i know people don't like chicken that's fine I but like folks who swear by the fact that they cannot cook chicken breast have it not be dry and i'm like brother I don't know what Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like I don't I don't I don't understand it. Like, do you just set it, walk away, come back 30 minutes later, and you're like, ah oh, shit happened again? <laughs> yeah. They're the same people who are like, I've never I <laughs> I I feel like those are the people who have also uh, never undercooked chicken, which mm-hmm. I mean, if you've ever like I fucking undercooked chicken one time, and mind you, I said one time. Uh one, that's all I will ever need. But two, like you also know what fucking uncooked chicken looks like. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it because once you see it, you'll never fucking forget it. And then make you just, that mistake again. Yeah. You just cook a little bit beyond that, and you're fine. Or I know this is a novel concept to a lot of people who are fucking adults and should goddamn know better. But a thermometer is really yeah. not that expensive. Temp that shit, and is really a good way to tell if you're about to ingest foodborne illnesses. Like, can I avoid uh, about yep. fifty minutes on the toilet tonight? Hold yep. On. Yeah, this thermometer that I bought off Amazon for under twenty dollars says that I'm safe to eat this. So you know, okay. So the other classic, classic grilling mistake. I don't know how we got it in this, but hold up. Is it about chicken still? It's about chicken. Okay. And it's, I'll allow it's, the it. folks, it's the folks who, who, who sear the skin right away on the chicken when it's still cold, right? Uh-huh. Then that, that skin shrivels up and, and the chicken at the end, because it's then baking, because your friend is right, right? When you put it off center and you, you finish the chicken yeah. off, it's baking, but it's baking on charcoal, which makes it delicious. And, you know, you grilling. Put, yeah, <laughs> it's still grilling, but you put it off center and you wait for it to get up to temp. That skin turns black, like completely black. You know, yeah. like, I mean, it's that is that is sacrilegious chicken cooking. Very appetizing, <laughs> unappealing. Tip unappealing. For grilling chicken is spatchcock the chicken because then it cooks yep. evenly. And if you are going to overcook your chicken breasts make sure there's like some flavor that oh my god heaven forbid you put some seasoning like, on a fucking chicken breast oh i'm sorry villain 
Yeah, but you know, like some burnt bit. Like if you're if you overcooked the breast, which sucks. Hopefully, there's some burnt bits or something. You know, like some deep brown bits or something that's like flavorful at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah grab some the, Japanese barbecue sauce. Toss that shit on there. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> but pull it off early. Pull it off before yeah. 165, mm-hmm. and let it coast oh. up to that temp, oh, and then you have yourself forbid. a nice. My God! And you got that. Trying to explain that to my father-in-law when I was making he they invited me over to make steaks one night. <laughs> I made steaks. Okay, I don't know what fucking cut of meat that this was, but it was like bacon wrapped hamburger meat is what it looked like. And I was like, all right, fucking let's let's try. So it wasn't it wasn't hamburger meat. I know it was like a sirloin, but it was really not a great. But it was cut. still bacon wrapped. It was <laughs> absolutely bacon wrapped with skewers in it. And he's like, now you're gonna have to remove the skewer before we eat it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah. Okay. Duly noted, sir. So I'm out there with my I've got my thermo pin. And I'm grilling the steaks. I got a nice sear on them and I've got them set off in indirect heat. He's got a fucking great grill. So I'm like, you know, oh, th- oh, a great grill. That is a fancy ass grill. So and I'm like, I've got it. Is this a brand? Say what? Sorry. Is this a brand? What the the grill? Great grill. Oh no 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 no. It's a it's a fucking Weber grill, but it's a natural. He has a natural gas Weber grill, um, which is okay. just really nice. It's like a four burner fucking. It's ridiculous. Um, so like I'm out there grilling and I've got my thermo pin. I'm poking it in once we're getting to about the right time. And he is like, ah, we like ours well done. I was like, I know I can tell. Uh, so I was like, all right. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, we're getting up to like one forty five, one fifty, And I'm like, that's like where I would eat. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to take these off because I know they're going to sit and rest and they're still going to come up in temp a little bit and finish cooking. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, 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 put them back on there. I was like, well, here's the problem, sir. Um, everybody else's, bur- uh, everybody else's, fucking meat is done. It's cooked. It's rested at this point. By the time we get to the table and yours, you're ready to cut yours. Yours will be ready. Everybody else's will be almost fucking cold by this point. So we're trying to just move mm-hmm. this thing along. And he's like, no, 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 no. We like ours well done. I was like, okay. What temperature do you like yours cooked at? Because well done is fucking here. We're here, my dude. Surface of the sun, please. Yeah. I was like, do you want charcoal? Do, if you're looking for charcoal, we can get to charcoal. But this is as done as I am going to cook it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have to look people in the eye every day, and I, I don't see how you do that. So here we go. But, like, I will also – I'll pull – if it's my steak that I'm cooking, and it's a pretty, like, inch-thick cut of, cut of meat – I'll pull that motherfucker off there at like 130 once I hit internal temperature, like 130, mm. 125 even sometimes. I'm a, yeah, I'm a 120, 125 puller. I, I like 130 is like it's good prime for me, but I can understand why some people like it a little higher. Once you get above 155, it's, you know, reaching 160, 170. What are we doing? I can't do that. But it's kind of it's kind of interesting, right? Because <clears throat> two two things. Um People need to get the memo that pork doesn't need to be cooked higher than 140. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, give just a second, sir. Oh, the fucking cliffhanger. Oh my god, Willem, what are we gonna do? <laughs> Holy shit. All right, favorite things to grill, Brian. I love grilling pork chops and chicken, pork chops and, and smoking sh- chicken, smoking yeah. chicken and Sheba. Okay, all right. Is um, that still sorry, what the kids the, are calling the, weed. 
Don't worry about it. It was a bad joke, and uh, the silence <laughs> just spoke I'm sorry. for itself. I... It was no, it's fine. Everything's fine. Totally I'm gonna right. go cut myself because Jesus Christ, that was that was painful. Uh, folks out in Radio Land, <laughs> I hope air, you're as in much pain as I am because that fucking hurt. Anyway, oh. Frank, what is your second point? You said pork one fifty, one forty-five, or forty, whatever it was. No, you could you could pull pork at one thirty one. You could cook pork just like steak. You can pull my pork anytime you want, Frank. Especially pork Maybe. loin. If you've never made, because I mean, Ooh. pork loin is literally just the round just of the, the, the pork loin. Um, so fucking good. I so goddamn good. love pork loin. <laughs> but if you've never made that and tempt it, taking it off at one thirty five, you should. Um, it's so fucking tender, so so good. It. It's as good as any filet mignon if you're a filet mignon person. Like it's it's delicious. Um, so that's my pork rant. I I've never eaten, and in South Africa we've never eaten well done pork. It's not a thing. We've always eaten pork at the kind of medium rare level because who the fuck wants dry pork? Oh my god, yeah. my um, family fucking my family, not Mrs. Bryan's family. My family because they don't eat pork at all. I don't think I've ever had pork with them ever my family loves a fucking dried pork chop like they just pork jerky fuck oh. yeah let me get some of that i guess oh. it's fucking disgusting so i oh. thought growing up like pork sucked i was like i don't want ham yeah. they're like well there's other things other than fucking ham brian i'm like ah pork's bad <laughs> and then i made pork loin for the first time myself like oh. when i lived in this so house that's how recent it was oh shit really yeah and i was like this is fucking amazing because i i agree oh, yeah. like it's tender. It's fucking all meat. Like if you're you're looking to eat lean and shit, like that is the fucking leanest of the lean besides chicken. It's it, but it's fucking flavorful as mm-hmm. shit, and it's easy as hell to make. Mrs. Brian fucking hates it because uh-huh. the texture of pork loin is unsettling at best. Because there if you're is, not used to it, sure. Because there is no fat to it at all. It is That's- all fucking compacted meat. And it does seem like you're biting into somebody's arm. Like it seems, it seems fleshy. If you're not, yeah. So, it. so if you, if you, you know, if you want to have the same experience, get a thick cut pork chop. Right. Thing. I mean, and that's the thing. She'll, she loves, she likes pork chops. I don't I, yeah. like the best way or the way I like to prepare pork chops is like just pan frying them. Oh yeah. And shit gets real smoky real quick when you're it doing does. that, but. It's worth it in the end because it's fucking tasty. Yeah, any 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 instructions for prepping steak can be leveraged for doing pork chops. It's yeah. the same thing. Yep. Um. So, second piece of advice. Thank God, I was, I, I literally on the edge of my seat over here. This this is only something I figured out this weekend and probably should have assumed, but I didn't really understand it until this weekend. So for Easter, my buddy. Got a very expensive cut of meat. Um, I can't remember. It has a French name, but it's essentially an entire filet mignon, like tenderloin, right? Okay. And <laughs> um, delicious. And his idea was like, oh, you know, he 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 dry brined it for you know overnight, and then he smoked it, and the smoking was fine. Um, but the thing is, is you cannot pre-smoke that meat because the meat temp comes back down 
And then as soon as you go to sear it to do the reverse sear, the meat's temp isn't going to raise quickly enough and it's just going to dry the whole piece of meat out. Right. So that's what happened. So uh. if you're ever in the scenario where you're taking something that doesn't have a lot of intermuscular fat and you're trying to smoke it and then reverse sear it, just make sure your guests are ready at the table once that thing comes off the smoker because you've got probably about a 10 minute window to where that internal temp is going to maintain and you can see it well, properly. If he did a dry brine well. overnight as well, that already drops yeah. the moisture significantly in that fucking cut of meat. doesn't matter yeah. how thick it is. Salt will penetrate deep in meat, especially mm. overnight. Yeah. If you leave it overnight. So like that, that fucking hunk of meat was already super dry before it went into the smoker. And I'm sure yeah. that, that did no fucking favors. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Especially when it's a really expensive Wait, hold up. Cut it's good to pre-season your meat, though. Well, yeah. No, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying don't do that. What I'm saying is if you're going to do that, don't then use a cooking method that's also going to dry the fuck out of dry a piece out. of meat with no fat, like Frank said. Yeah, yeah intermu- intermuscular fat is incredibly important if you're going to smoke. Yep. And if you smoke stuff that doesn't have it, like think about fish. Fish takes 30 minutes to an hour on the smoker that's it max yeah hours a lot maximum that's i was gonna say that's like a whole side of salmon being smoked yeah Yeah, but it's yeah if if you're if you're if you're taking that analogy right the tenderloin has no fat Mm -hmm. you can't really smoke it for more than probably 30 minutes to an hour so um yeah lesson learned right like we ate it it was it was good but it was obviously dry um yeah, just gotta, up. you know, just gotta adjust for next time. But that's that's kind of, you know, once once you've mastered your, I don't put short ribs on the grill. Um, you know, there's some other things babies. that you learn. So you always learn that's cooking. That's the best part yeah. about it. Short ribs for stews or braising. Mm-hmm. I love, um, I love doing like pork chops, but like, bow smoking them. You know, where you like, you put your charcoal off to one side maybe like a piece of wood on it and then you put oh. them on the far end and you go for like 30 minutes like, or so you know not like hours blow cigarette nope. smoke on it while it's on the grill <laughs> that's <laughs> what i do yeah get my favorite cigar and just, I, just I put a, it behind the tailpipe this get what a I pack do. of marlboro <laughs> reds and just light them up oh god that's funny that <laughs> um, is really funny favorite cut to uh of barbecue to enjoy eating that i enjoy eating Thank you for asking, guys. Um, it's got to be. I, I, this sounds lame, and I, I understand how lame it sounds. But you, what me, is it? Give me a really well-made sausage, smoked sausage. I fucking love it. I, I can understand that. Love it. And I know what you're saying, like Brian. You can enjoy sausage even if it's not smoked. I know. I that's how much I fucking love sausage. I said it. I, it's so fucking good. Yeah, Villa, uh, the most jealous I have been of you in recent history is when you went to that fucking sausage making class years ago. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. That was fucking amazing. That was and, a birthday gift for my wife. And then anytime that, that I cool. see y'all grilling boarwurst, holy shit. <laughs> that one time that Frank came to visit our short rib friend uh, at his apartment when he lived here in Dallas. And he Frank shows up with a bag full of meat, just fresh off the plane with meat in his bag. Uh, it was fucking amazing. It was goddamn great. My, mind you, mind you, I was 
um, <clears throat> I was traveling that week and had just made a fresh batch the Saturday of uh, South African farmer sausage, which is called Buddha Bowls. And the entire week that I spent in that hotel, I had to put timers on my phone <laughs> to replace the ice. <clears throat> I had, um, I took every single towel and the comforter in the room <laughs> because I, I, I always booked a double queen room because the one bed I could use to, you know, lay my clothes out, which was great. Um, yeah, because really got to get that pizza must smell out of your clothes. Yeah. So, um, God, you just reminded me. Yeah, about I know that. it's coming up. Um, so, <laughs> so he's still he, mad about it. The pizza. No, Big no, I'm disappointed Big in mad. myself. Um, so the, the Budavolus that week spent the entire time in an igloo. Yeah. I would I would take the the plastic bags that they give you to um, put the ice. You're supposed to use them because they don't wash the ice buckets. I don't know if people know that, but uh, yeah. that's why they're there. Yep. Uh, so um, yeah, so the the barbarians who go get drink ice with just the fucking ice bucket, you guys are out of your minds. Wow. <laughs> In any case, I took those bags, filled them with ice, put that you know top bottom on these two frozen budavolses, then literally fucking folded every insulation that I could. It worked. I, those things still, when I arrived, they were still pretty frozen. Now they weren't frozen, but they were certainly not getting. They weren't you know, getting into dangerous food. Bacteria. Tips. No, no, by no means. A fucking fantastic meal. Also, I want to thank y'all for uh, exposing me to oxtail, which I have oh. never had before. And I think I've had it. The only times I've had it is with y'all. Um, <clears throat> when we take like eight, ten hours to make oxtail <laughs> soup or whatever yeah, it is that we want. You better, it's baby. So- it's so funny because all this stuff you're bringing up, I remember them when you bring them up, but it's like 90% and Willem can attest, and I think Brian, you would agree with this, like 90% of South African socializing is like, what the fuck are we eating? What are we drinking? How long is it going to take? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah and, so- the, and those are all dependent on the how long because, hey, if we're only going to be here 30 minutes, we can have whatever we want. Hey, if we're going to be here for 10 hours, we better fucking... Take it slow. We got to fucking. We got to go low and slow because this motherfucker. Yeah. We got to be out here all day tending to this fucking fire in the ground. <laughs> you remember when we <laughs> dug yes. a pit to make? It? There was no we. It was me. Yeah, I was gonna was say me. we were all too hungover to do have any sort of responsibility. <laughs> wait, wait. So you d- yeah, you dug a pit, but we in made a, a I, no, no, no. Listen, in Stillwater, I moved into that house. There was no gas. No. There was no electricity, and I dug the fire pit by hand every day, <laughs> waiting to go to work at Walmart at 2 to 11, so I could come home and go to bed in the pitch black and wake up the next day. Why wasn't there electricity? Because it wasn't hooked up yet. Oh, uh, you have to yeah, it wasn't like take a, their time. Yeah, I was going to say, real I quick. I didn't have an account, and the, I don't think I had proof of address or something. I don't fucking know. For the ladies but, and gentlemen listening, for the ladies and gentlemen listening, this isn't a new build. This house was no. every bit of 30 years old when he it's lived not. there. <laughs> what, I, what I like about, okay, so, but for Christina's graduation, we made a poiki. I can't remember if we dug that pit in that backyard or if it was somewhere else, but 
the digging a pit to make a poiki happened several times. Yeah, um, you would have thought y'all just would have maintained the pit because honestly, it's not an easy task to <laughs> no, dig. No, it's in, not all at the to, same house. I don't to think. dig in the ground in Stillwater, Oklahoma, at some of the coldest times of the year. By the way, because the one that I witnessed yeah. uh, was in fucking March or February. It was <laughs> the one I dug. Yeah, I always, made it, always a good day for a poiki. Yeah, I oh. made it a shovel's. <laughs> with, uh, you're, you're, to kind of see what what they were fucking with in that book. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't well, tell that my internet fucked up yeah your internet fucked up pretty no, we, bad we caught the shovels with yes yeah i, I dug it like they did in holes with just like a shovel's width because <laughs> oh, i wanted to see God. what they were fucking with in that you based your workload on shia labeouf movies that's fantastic no it's, <laughs> it's a, a book, book it's god it's embarrassing for you brian no Yes. I am. I'm hip with the you kids. You illiterate motherfucker. <laughs> oh, first off, Oklahoma public schools suck my dick. Uh, second, I'm trying to stay hip with what the kids are doing. Okay, movies. And it's not whole Shia LaBeouf movies. Obviously, <laughs> I forgot that it was a book. Shut the fuck up, y'all. <laughs> that book was all over your Scholastic Book Fair for like ten years straight. And you know what? I never, I didn't read it because of that. I was like, "You fucking, you, this is big. This I'm is like, big holes. Just... This is big holes marketing to me. I don't want." That. Oh, everybody loves holes. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that book. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm reading The Giver for the fourth time because that's fucking there... sad. Oh my god, what a terrible book. <laughs> Come on, some Stuart there... Go to old school with some Stuart Little shit. <laughs> I got I got confused and just read Little Stewart, which is a fucking autobiography about that man. Oh my god! Little, oh the autobiography is called Little Stewart. The mouse wrote it. (laughs) What? (laughs) My fucking internet is crazy. No, you're you're hearing everything right. My jokes are just terrible. (laughs) Little, (laughs) look at little writing pen with a mouse writing his own autobiography. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, um, but yeah, no, a lot like... of work, guys, to to dig a hole that's the diameter of a shovel. My God, and then try to get it to be an actual circle too. That's hard <laughs> to be kind of level. Yeah, that's well, that shit was great. Yeah, we made. I, it's funny because we did all these things, and it was so normal to us. I'm surprised we have friends. Because these people are like fucking yeah, they're cooking in this big pot in the backyard. It's all the hole in the ground. They told me it's gonna be good, but I don't even know. I'm hungry. I was gonna say I remember y'all had to go to like a specialty meat store to get fucking oxtail, and I was like, I I didn't know they sold it. Got to be honest, I uh, (laughs) didn't know they sold that part. Where's the hoof? You know what I mean, guys? (laughs) And then Frank is like, no, no, no. Actually, hoof stew is actually very, very good. It's a delicacy in a lot of countries. I'm going to go fuck myself. All right, cool. Oh, man. That's, yeah. I forgot about all that. That shit is funny, though. Uh, You know what? Talk about weird cuts of meat. Uh, First off, best birthday party ever. Frank's 30th birthday um, that we held in his backyard. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mrs. Frank hooked us up with a fucking taco like a taqueria, taqueria the in the cheek, backyard, the beef cheek. Huh? What was it called? Lengua uh, and fucking fache. <laughs> yeah, yeah, barbacoa. Oh, but uh, what's the word for cheek? I mean, it's barbacoa. Uh, uh, beef no. cheek was called barbacoa, I think. Yeah, that's why I always called it. Yeah. Now, now we're fucking all frantically googling at different speeds. Yeah, it's barbacoa. <laughs> 
That's perfect. What beach geek is? What am I thinking of? I'm thinking mahia. Uh, they well, lengua's tongue. That was very good. Mejilla de res. And then they make um, they make tripe. Yeah. That was also on offer. Tripe was good. The lingua was my favorite part because it was fatty as fuck. Oh, it yeah. was so good. Uh, but, uh, dude, all, I just remember, like, uh, looking over and asking your wife, I was like, hey, wait, this is going to be here till what time? She told me. I was like, this is fucking amazing because we were just <laughs> drinking tequila and eating tacos in the backyard at Frank's house. It was awesome. Oh, uh, dude, I was so happy with that. That, that whole arrangement that the, it was authentic oh, you know like so good they <clears throat> fucking wheeled in a taco cart and we're just making we, tacos in the backyard now let me tell you something here's another thing um <laughs> i don't i don't i don't know i don't know why people feel the need to do this but um there's this lady it went out this lady we we went to this birthday party yesterday and it was a really well you know arranged everybody was having fun kids were having fun it was in the middle of the week which to me is weird but it's whatever weird, yeah it's a weird birthday um, party. a birthday party yeah and the food they had was you know and i, I don't want to be mean but it was these three white ladies like making and serving tacos and I'm, I, I'm grimacing right now you i can't told see it. I, I told I, I told my wife like you know um, after I didn't, I wasn't hungry, so I didn't eat any of them. But I was like, those tacos looked very American. Like they just looked like American nice <laughs> tacos, you know, like ground beef, shredded lettuce, fucking the Colby chicken, Jack the cheese. chicken. You know, like the chicken wasn't fajita chicken. First off, like, first off, go fuck yourself if you're cooking chicken and putting it in tacos. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. The fuck so, out of here. I was like, I, I mean nothing wrong with it i'm sure the you know they have a market but i was like man i just i don't know why you would take that risk like you're going into a market that is populated with so many people who know how to you're make not, a fucking good you're taco. not opening <laughs> up a taco shop in topeka kansas my dude exactly, like, exactly. what are you like, doing you're coming at it with a white kid menu for tacos in the capital of the fucking taco like i don't understand this business I, I... <laughs> Ah, uh, fucking no! I was actually having a taco taco talk with uh, Troy's cousin earlier at that happy hour. He was telling me about a couple of hole in the wall spots in Denton. I'm sorry, in Denton that make ridiculous tacos. Uh, one that I had never oh. heard of before, and uh, I was like, "Well, I guess I know what I'm going to be trying out when I go into Denton next time." Um, well, and, and and just before anybody rails me and says, you know, San Antonio is the capital. I was going to ask. You are correct. I was going to ask about that, but I didn't want to step on. You are correct. Um, they are the capital of tacos. This business operates out of Bernie, um, which is North San Antonio. So that's that's why shock on my face when I was like, oh, this is where you're doing tacos, Bernie, which is spelled like Buerno, Buerni. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate. Yeah. Central Texas spellings piss you off. They will always piss you off. Hey, you want to go down yeah, to Green? Bernie is terrible. It sounds terrible. Bernie is terrible. Uh, it's yeah. one of the more uniquely terrible ones. Uh, I agree. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I didn't intend, for, just to be very clear to y'all and the listeners, I did not intend for this to be fucking outside cooking hour with no beer left behind, but that's what this has turned into. That's you know, where, it is the season, though, isn't it, Brian? 
tis the season tis. to be grilling. Um, yeah, we can we can hit y'all up with some good lawn mowing talk next time. Frank, I don't oh, know if they can, I, Frank, I don't know if the internet yeah, can boy. handle it. Okay, they, we might crash yeah, with this with the next drop that we do. Um, well, let's just say Frank might be getting a new Honda. We'll see. Oh shit! Uh-oh. Self-propelled. I hope. Riding oh, yeah. zero, old, zero okay. turn. Oh my god! <laughs> he gets it done in twelve no, minutes. No, 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 no. It's a push mower. <laughs> okay, but gotta get them steps electric. In. Yeah, and, and okay. Here's the thing: Honda doesn't make an electric, but they make yeah. this. You know, their steel deck is badass and it's warranted. And Dude, like yeah. Honda, I, listen, my grandfather only the drove hard space for. Oh, your internet's I'm fucked hard. up again. I know. Hey, I, I'm right there with you, Frank. My 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 grandfather only bought American like vehicles through and through. Red, white, and blue. Goddamn it! These colors don't run. But when it came to lawn equipment, he bought fucking steel, uh, like weed eaters and weed whackers. Feels good, yeah. And fucking Honda lawn mowers because mm-hmm. those fuckers never broke, and they were the first ones to come out with all-wheel drive, self-propelled. And he was like, he. I remember his quote was something like, "If I ever go up a hill, I don't want to have to push that thing." You're like, Papa, your fucking Papa. lawn, your lawn is like fifteen hundred square feet. And it is flat as shit. Like you don't even have to go up to go like. But if yeah, but he's like if it was like what the fucking terrain changes if a goddamn tectonic plate shifts in the front yard. Like I think there are bigger problems. Honestly, could you say it doesn't happen? Maybe if yeah, exactly. Soon, guys, I'm gonna be mowing slash brush hogging two and a half acres of of pasture. Brush that hogging is gonna be <coughs> so so. Uh, so the, the the one thing. Hold on, real quick. Is the you. is the tractor? Does it have a canopy on it? Mm-mm. Fuck off. It's old from like the seventies. Fuck off. So just be be prepared because what Brian is saying is true. You might consider putting, you know, like welding some kind of an umbrella on it or something. It it is a surprising amount of time to mow acres. Um, I did not expect this. I couldn't, you know, my mind couldn't do this computation. But uh, Fonz, who you guys have met, my neighbor, was like, yeah, I used to have five acres. And now Fonz would push mow it. But um, he was (laughs) saying, he was, he did. I mowed it 24 (laughs) inches at a time. Suck my dick. No. Not doing that. It's like, could you imagine? Like, Fucking fibrous grass. Yeah, I was it's gonna like say really stalks like of rough. fucking weeds. It's not just. It's not just like you know blades. It's goddamn trunks of grass. <laughs> how often is he getting clogged up along the way? God, Good lord! How many fucking gas. He's have like an extended gas tank on. He's like, oh, this is the enduro gas tank on here. Fuck out no, of here. No, he he used it. He used it. It's kind of funny because he was like, yeah, it was kind of relaxing because my wife didn't ask me to do anything else. I always had to mow. <laughs> Fuck yeah! So, um, in, in any case, he was telling me, you know, even the riding mower guys when they were out there mowing, like an acre takes almost an hour. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's a long time. I was I was surprised at that, but get you a wide brimmed um, hat, Villem. If you don't already have one, you got to cover that neck. Get you a wide brim hat, yeah. and then if you want good entertainment, go watch people cutting their fucking lawns with sits. Sites really. Sites hilarious because it's so fucking dumb. Like it's honestly like it's like someone going, you know, like mortar and pestle value understand 
right? Like I'm not emulsifying the yeah. oils, you know, that's some hard earned effort. Uh, the way they justify it is that they get a cleaner cut on the blade and it encourages better regrowth. I don't know what the fuck else. Fuck off. And then you see these folks <laughs> sitting there and they're standing there with a, a scythe, right? Going back and forth. And you can barely, you can hardly tell they've done anything. Oh, yeah. Um, Yikes. It's it's hilarious. If I'm maintaining their gamer. equipment, huh? Yeah, you gotta fucking take time, get that whetstone out, and really That's sharpen the it. Like, it's not just it's not just the cutting. It's it is like you gotta sharpen those fucking things like every goddamn time. That's, That's the, like fifty percent of, of the work at least is keeping the tool sharp. It's imagine, the equivalent of it's not the temp, it's the humidity. You know, it's not the fucking. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta imagine those guys out there, and then accidentally whatever. You know, some neighbors threw a boulder in your lawn. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's now covered by <laughs> covered by your grass. Things were everything cut, and all of a sudden you're digging the site. Could you imagine? I mean, those guys are, who bended knee instantly. Oh no! By the time you're done cutting the first section. Where you started was already fucking regrowing because it's taking you that goddamn long. All right. And, well, and you have to sharpen the scythe again. Film's <laughs> <laughs> really hung up on making sure. Hey, you know, I'm telling you, uh, something that not a lot of people talk about, about these old ways of doing things, is that the tools had to be very fucking sharp and <laughs> someone had to, make, had to make sure the tools stayed sharp. A 100%. A lumberjack and can it's work so all much day. Work. A lumberjack 100%. can work all day and chop down one tree, but if he took the time and sharpened his axe at the beginning of the day, he could chop down four, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's just, that's productivity, y'all. That's the, that was, that's the 1800s equivalent of the fucking hang in there cat. It's just four trees and a lumberjack sharpening his tool. (laughs) I think the thing that I enjoyed most, and this is the last thing I'll say, about these old school ways of doing things, is... it's it like it used to be the hipster thing, right? It's like, oh yeah, how do we, you know, go back to not using gas and all that stuff? Cool, understood. Yeah, whatever. Um, we've got battery operated lawnmowers now. Um, you you can quit pretending like you don't have to be. Yeah, you know, this is about environment. Yeah environmentally yeah. friendly anymore you're just being obnoxious Fucking amazon it. trucks are all electric around me yeah. right now so yeah. like i don't hey, we're trying on, at least it's like episode, a crafting sort of thing you know i get it but like fucking cutting a lawn like really just <laughs> well, you, that's you want to go for efficiency like get it on, done yeah. move on to stuff you want to do <laughs> like, on episode on episode 10 of watching my lawn grow while i mow it yeah <laughs> <laughs> On, I mean, like on on what is it, episode ten of ways to stay away from my significant other for longer? Yeah, you fucking cut it with a pair of nose hair trimmers and really piss oh, everybody dude. off. Hold on, I got to do one now because you guys both did one. Episode ten of making myself feel like I accomplished something today because my work doesn't make me feel that way. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> man, that probably cuts real deep. Oh, about <laughs> as deep as a scythe to the shin, right? Yeah. Imagine operating a scythe with a 10-year-old running around the yard. Oh, my God. Just slicing Achilles tendons left and right. Jesus. The most practical, stupid shit. I mean, I just... It's the dumbest thing. It's But go watch it on YouTube. It's fucking hilarious how these people... 
you're like, man, Could you really go through a lot of lengths to justify that. Could you imagine the nerve <laughs> of doing that shit in like a, a neighborhood like mine, where you walk outside and you see your fucking asshole neighbor just like with a scythe, like he's the goddamn Grim Reaper out there just trimming That's his That's the house you up. avoid on Halloween. Oh, fuck yeah. No, you avoid 100% of the time. Halloween's probably really cool until they bring out their fucking apples that they <laughs> coated themselves. <laughs> Uh, well, that's that. Okay, I was just gonna say they, these people are the same people. If if these people existed in the tech world, they'd have, you know, they'd have computers running on punch cards. Oh yeah, just for oh. because the Nazis did it with IBM. You know, <laughs> like hey, it was efficient for the Third Reich. Let's get it going for the fourth and fifth. You know what I'm saying? Oh, All right, <laughs> let's not make any Fourth Reich jokes on here. <laughs> I'm trying to be forthright with you and tell you the truth right one. now. All right, y'all. Um, I, I apologize for the Nazi joke. That's not funny. Okay, anyway. Uh, nah. From Brian. Nah. Right. You, each, you each have a scythe coming. <laughs> oh, you Amazon some scythes for us? You're doing Amazon oh, I've Prime. actually scythe direct. I'm a <laughs> frequent flyer, so I've got four scythe direct.ca that I can send out to your door. You should be getting it in the next 20 minutes or so. Oh, I can't wait. I hope the dude knocks on the door and wakes up the family. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. No real up behind. I promise we'll be back hopefully sooner than a six week hiatus. Uh, until next time, for Brian here in North Texas, I am out. Uh, keep an ear out for the next drop for Villain and Tulsa. Talk to you when I talk to you. Can we get a clarification? Is this the next drop of No Beer Left Behind, or is this the next drop to, of Living on Tabuli Living on Tabuli time is what he's talking about. Both. <laughs> uh, okay. and also, also keep an eye out for my podcast, The Old Ways. Where yeah. it's actually, he, he presses, presses it into a vinyl fucking record, <laughs> and you have to play it in your Victrola. Yeah, I'll sure like imagine someone just using modern equipment. I got you. To record a I got you. And then vinyl recording it. Welcome to all the times here on here on <laughs> Villem Radio. We're we're casting live from Villem's house. If you're not here, you're not hearing it. You know what I'm saying? All right. Up next, we got our guest. Twenty three skidoo to you, Villem. How are you? <laughs> oh my god, that would be not amazing. gonna respond. <laughs> that would be just and that's depressing. And then we mail that to you, and yeah. then now you have the latest episode. <laughs> you know, we pony express it because we're using we're carbon neutral, so we get horses oh to deliver it to you. Neutral, yeah. Come on, where's your mind at? So yeah. we got to set that up too. Shit, it's a whole thing. <laughs> got a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work to do. Well, you know, I'm. I'm th- I'm thoroughly disappointed that people seem to be, um, you know, forgetting a lot of '80s rock span- rock bands, um, and nobody can seem to find the cure for that solution. I'm out. Oh. <laughs>